Praise the Lord and good day to you. Welcome to the Old Path Bible Study. Grab your Bibles, gather around God's Word with me today, and let's jump into Hebrews chapter 13. Just excited to be able to be here with you and uh, looking forward to all the things the Lord will show us today in His wonderful words of truth, and He will guide us into more truth. It doesn't mean head knowledge. It means He'll take and guide us into more truth. To be able to follow the Spirit, the Bible's very clear that your faith must be in the sacrifice of Christ. Your faith must be in the sacrifice of Christ. Do I need to say it 20 more times? Yes, I do. Your faith has to be in the sacrifice of Christ. It's the only way the Holy Spirit will be the power to you to walk in the truths that He shows you. Many can explain so much of the scriptures, even the way of the, 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 the cross and the power of the cross to live the crucified light. We, we have the words for it, but are our feet in the path? It's only when we're believing from the heart that our mouths can confess that which is right. Romans 10 and 10, 2 Corinthians 4, 11 through 13, powerful scriptures that let us know that it's with the heart, out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, Matthew 12, 34. So when our faith is in the right place, our words will be right, and that all is going to uh, be a part of the lesson today. So don't forget that everything we do here at Crossway Church can be seen on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Avail yourself to those things on the website. There's a store icon. Click on it. There are commentaries there. Angel Pieces uh, music CD is there. And there's a, a, a click on the blog. There's a couple of blogs for you to read there. And uh, you will surely be blessed. These commentaries, I'm mailing them every week now more and more. People are, are beginning to see the need to, to see the scriptures in the light of God's redemption plan, the way of the cross, for the Holy Spirit only bears witness to the blood of Christ that your faith is in. And every word of God must be dipped in the blood of Jesus for it to be understood, imparted, and experienced. There's no way around it. It's too, too much scripture to verify and confirm it. And I'm thankful to God to know that today. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13, this is part 5 on this 16th day of February 2023. Let's move on into this and let's back up a little bit, scratch our feet, so to speak, and then take off into where we're going. Let's start in verse 7 again because we don't want to get in a big hurry here. We're going to see some things today, possibly that we've never seen. And if we have, the Lord is going to strengthen the words of truth that we see today in our hearts. <coughs> Excuse me. Hebrews 13, verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you. Who are they? Well, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Now, it says which have, not had, we've learned from a lot of people in the past. But those who have the rule over you are those 
who you are positioned with in a local body of believers or you are somehow through social media attached to them, listen, you are under their rulership. Not in, and we talked about it in the last session, session, not in some false, fleshly, carnal way of, of rulership, but the rulership is under a pastor who rules a congregation by the gospel that he preaches. And of course, there are many rules and regulations within a church ministerial uh, local church, but that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about them which have the rule over you. That means because God has placed them there to rule, to be the example, to live the gospel and preach the gospel. And these are those who have spoken unto you the word of God whose faith you're to follow. And then it says you're to consider the end of their, the outcome of their conversation, their conduct. You're to consider that, but you're to follow their faith. Get that. And we have to say something this morning about faith. This is something that every preacher, every Sunday school teacher, every Christian everywhere ought to be talking about this. And I know it brings criticism and persecution, but it's just the way it biblically is. There is only one faith. The Bible tells us that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4. Is that right? Uh, uh, let's look. It Maybe it's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 5. I think that sounds more right. Ephesians 4, yes, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 5. You need to know this. You need to know this. In your heart, you need to know this. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Now, 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 this is talking about the one faith. This is talking about that which God works through. The Lord. There's only one Lord. There's only one faith. There's only one baptism. Okay. You might say, well, there's water baptism. Well, there's the baptism into the death of Christ. Uh, yes, but one baptism. One baptism. See, this ought to help the folks who think that the one baptism is water baptism. It's not. The one baptism is what happens when you experience the one faith the first time. You're immersed, baptized, Romans 6, 3, into the death of Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb. One Lord, one faith. Point is here today, one faith. So if there's only one faith, here's the simplicity of it all. There's only one object of faith. If there's one faith and one baptism, that means there's one faith that gets you involved in that immersion, that baptism, which is into the death of Jesus. Listen, there's only one faith, one object of faith. Here's the explanation in a simple manner. The object of your faith can never be a spouse, your healing, a better job. Those are things you believe God, F-O-R, for huge difference in words for and in your your faith has to be in Christ and his death you can have faith for 
many things. You can believe God for many things. But there's only one object for your faith to be found if the Holy Spirit is going to work in your life. Outside of that is pretenders and deceitful men. Outside of that one faith and that one object, there is deceitful and wicked and pretending, and that's all there is. Outside of that faith, it's only pretending and deceitfulness. And the riches they say they have outside of the one faith and its one object are the deceitful riches of only the carnal flesh. Never forget that. It will help you, may even help some of you get up and get out of where you are now because it's not being taught. And if it's not being taught, how will you ever know? And if you never know, you could be pretending your whole life. There's one faith, one object of faith. That object of faith is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, that we live in this flesh right now. We live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. Never forget that. One faith, one object. Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. Watch this now. So back in Hebrews 13, and let's look at this now. Now, you're to follow their faith, those that have the rule over you. And, and then all of a sudden, verse 8 just looks like it comes out of nowhere. And why did the Holy Spirit put this here? And what we just described using Galatians 2.20, Romans 6.3, and other scriptures there in that little excerpt is why the Holy Spirit put Christ here. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Why? Because it's by his faith that we live. Remember when Peter moved into a boat of uh, hypocrisy, the Bible calls dissimulation there. You read about it in Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, and really even, even further along in that chapter, when Peter heard there were certain individuals, certain men coming, he got up and got away from the Gentiles and he, he was moved into a boat of hypocrisy. And, 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 and the Lord dealt with him through the apostle Paul there because, and listen, when you read that in Galatians chapter 2, you'll see that Paul confronted Peter and the message was, remember, we weren't justified by works of the law. Why did he say that to Peter when Peter was already justified? Do you understand? Because the people coming down that road that Peter got wind of were coming were people who still thought you were justified by the law. And Peter wasn't yet grounded enough in that which Christ did for him at Calvary. He believed in Christ. He, 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 he knew he died for him, and he knew he was resurrected and taught him for 40 days later. And he saw many wonderful things and experienced many wonderful things, but he wasn't yet grounded enough. And, and Paul didn't preach, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit again. He said, now, wait a minute. You're not justified by works of the law but by the faith of Jesus Christ. I want, you to say, I want you to look at that sometime in your free time. Paul went back to the very truth of justification. Why? 
Peter was already just before God. But hear me, his fruit wasn't just. His fruit wasn't just. And when you move away from those who are enjoying the liberty and the peace and the freedom and the strength and all that they have because of their focus on Calvary's cross, back into a group of men who are coming down the road from other places. My friend, you're on dangerous ground. So this verse, it, it, just to the, the reader of the Bible and not the student of the Bible, looks like, well, why is this here? I mean, because we're told we're to follow the faith of those who rule over us, and it's got to be the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who loved us and gave himself for us on Calvary's cross. Outside of that, my friend, there can be nothing but an appearance of godliness, a form of it, but it will have no power. And the devil uses people every day, preachers across the world who have an upstanding character, nice, well-mannered, well-spoken, treat you good, treat you nice. But Muslims can do that. Mormons can do that. Jehovah's Witness can do that. And ain't none of them got the Spirit of God. Catholic people can do that. Ain't none of them got the Spirit of God. None of them on their way to heaven, but they can be found looking. And that's this big thrust to bring all religions back together. That ain't nothing but the devil, honey. We ain't getting together with none of them. If they're not focused on the cross and don't want to hear about the cross, uh, and we know they will want to when they start listening, and then they start preaching it, hallelujah. But outside of that, we ain't getting together with them because it's just like in the Old Testament. God said you don't let your sons and your daughters go marry them other nations' sons and daughters because when you do, they'll pull them off to serve their gods. That's why we don't fellowship outside of those who who are walking the way of the cross. Now, now we don't fellowship with them. We don't fellowship with them. The only way of righteousness is the way of the cross. What fellowship is there among Righteous and non-righteous. Now, we're talking about fruit-bearing. Fruit-bearing. Christians are Christians. But we don't just get together with the name of Christians because many today are like Peter. They're out of, they're out of the faith. They're, 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 they're in the faith, but they're weak in the faith, and they're really not interested in what we're talking about, the cross. The ones that are... They grab a hold of it and they come along. They go too. They, we join arms in unity. Hallelujah. Watch now. Jesus Christ is not just thrown in here, but it's because he's talking about whose faith you have to follow. The faith of Jesus Christ, who's the same yesterday and today and forever. It will not change. This is the faith we follow, the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, this is very important. There's only one faith. It's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 12, 3 says that we have been dealt by God the measure of faith. It's measured out of that faith, Galatians 2, 20, or it's not Bible faith. And my friend, if that's why a lot of people wonder why they're so miserable and Christianity ain't working for them. It's because they have to believe. Listen, you have to believe with the heart. That means all that you are unto the death of Jesus and your union with him in that death. That this life here, you've been bought by that blood. 
And the Holy Spirit was given to you not to carry out your will and your desires, but to carry out God's will for his desires. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's what the cross, the power of the cross does. It, it causes us to be being made conformable unto the image of the death of Christ. Hallelujah. And until we reach that place, we'll just be miserable and have a little happy highlights here and there when things are going good. But we'll never really learn how to live with the Lord Jesus Christ because we're not learning to place our faith in the reality that he died for us and we died with him. Amen. So watch this now. The next verse 9. This is, doesn't change the subject moving right on. We're to follow the faith of those who are following the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who loved them and gave himself for them. That means they're preaching this message. There, there is no breaks. There is, we don't move off to prophecy and then come back to the cross later. The cross of Christ, the blood of Jesus, is touching everything and is verbalized in everything. Moses in Exodus 24 verse 8, after putting blood on the people, the law, the altar, it says this under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Behold the blood of the covenant which the Lord has given to you, made with you concerning all these words. That is why the Holy Spirit brings His ministers of righteousness to the place where they admit we don't preach the cross and the whole counsel of God. We preach the cross of Christ as the whole counsel of God you're struggling with that, it's because you're tripping all over the cross. You need to take up and carry it instead of just being able to well orate the scriptures. Forget all that. Pick the cross up and carry it. Deny self. Deny self that says we preach the cross and all the other. No, and all the other is, is bleeding red with the blood of Jesus or we're not holding God's word correctly. The, the righteousness of God doesn't exist among men without the blood of Jesus. And all God's words are in righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 8. And His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel, Romans 1, 16 and 17. And He'll only lead you in the paths of righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 20. He won't lead you in any other path. It'll be self-exaltation, self-leadership, Self, self, self. But when self is denied through the taking up of the cross, which is believing with the heart that my Jesus died for me and that I died with him, then I can follow the Lord into all truth. Outside of that experience, it's head knowledge. It's just superficial head knowledge that we can talk about. But until our faith is grounded in the death of Jesus, we won't be able to walk in the footsteps of righteousness. Hallelujah. Got scriptures so beautifully lays all this out. So look at verse 9. Be not carried about with diverse, meaning various and strange doctrines. That means teachings. Now, 
This is not just something else off the wall here. This is all flowing as a stream. Hallelujah. And I pray it flow like a stream into your heart today and show you that you're supposed to be following somebody who's following the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who has not changed. He's not changed. It's always been about Jesus and what he did at Calvary before the foundation of the world to the manifestation of him on the cross and us today either having our faith there, not saying we do, but having our faith there so we can experience the benefits that are only there. The new covenant, Jesus said, is in his blood. And and the Bible says, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he shows them his covenant. Psalms 25, 14. You need to be writing these scriptures down. You need to look at them. You need to be grounded in these scriptures that you're hearing today so that you can share these with the church that's so wayward and, and, and even ministers who've been grounded in this truth now beginning to dilute it down. You need to be grounded in this so that all the other scriptures flow through the heart of God, which is the cross of Christ. Hallelujah. Watch now. Don't be carried about with diverse matters. Remember them that have the rule over you, whose faith you should be following if it is the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ and Him crucified, Galatians 2.20. And if, you, and if you find that place, you, you, I mean, the Lord is trying to guide all of His church to these ministers of righteousness today who are determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified, doesn't matter who's a friend, who comes alongside, who says, well, we're not going that way. Well, we're not giving money to you anymore. Well, we're not whatever. That is the story of those that carry the cross. Paul, at the end of his life, wrote Timothy, his last letter, and said, Timothy, you know that all of those in Asia have forsaken me. You will be forsaken. You will go through periods of fasting when you don't want to fast. You'll go through times when you ain't got a paycheck, when you need a paycheck. But the, let me tell you something, folks. You're to be following those who are carrying the cross. If you're not, you're not following somebody who's following Christ because he said you can't follow me unless you deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. And, and those who have, have taken up their cross denying self and following him, well, they're preaching that message, my friend. They're, 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 the Holy Spirit through them is applying the blood to every message and every sermon. And outside of that, uh, listen, the word of the Holy Holy Spirit cannot apply the word outside of his witness to the faith there that's in the blood of Jesus. He couldn't save you till he saw your faith in the word as it pertains to the cross of Christ. So watch now in verse 9. Don't be carried about with various and strange teachings. Because it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace and not with meats. See, meats is just one thing mentioned here because that was an issue in that day. They'd come out of, the Jews had come out of a long, long thousands of years of, of, of being circumcised and eating this and, and sacrificing animals on the altar and eating that and, and all these things. But now that was over. Let me say that one more time. 
That was over. The Bible says in Galatians 5 and 6, whether you're circumcised or not, neither one avails anything with the Lord, but only faith that works by love. That's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ that loved us and gave himself for us. That's the only faith that works. A lot of Christians wondering why their faith ain't working because their faith is their heart is not trusting in the only object that will allow their faith to be mixed with the Word and them to see the result of the Word in their lives. It's the cross of Christ. Outside of that, outside of that, we're holding the words of truth in unrighteousness and the only fruit can be that of ungodliness and unrighteousness. Even when we think it's godly and righteous, it's not. If it's not the truth in the light of Jesus, who is the truth and what He did on Calvary's cross to liberate us by the truth that He is and to make all the words of God the path of our righteousness. Hallelujah. So watch now. Be not carried about with all these various and strange doctrines, these teachings, because it's a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, which have not profited them. There is no profit in what you eat. Is it Romans 14 and 17? I think maybe it is that says the kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink. It's not what you eat. There's no profit spiritually in what you eat or don't eat. None whatsoever. And anybody that thinks there is, they're just living a life of bondage. They're living in bondage. Even though they're Christian, they're weak in the faith. And as long as they keep trusting in meat or not eating meat or eating herbs or not eating herbs, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Eating meat, not eating meat. Eating herbs, only eating. There's nothing wrong with any of that unless you think you can grow through that. You can't. Bible here, my Bible, how many of you Bible believers, my Bible says that these things can't profit them that have been there occupied by them. Not, no, there's only one place of profit. And it's, look, it's a good thing that the heart be established with grace. That's the only place God can profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, His people, is by grace. Listen, He establishes us in righteousness, but by grace. Isaiah 54, 14, He establishes His people in righteousness, but we see here it's with grace, by grace. And Romans chapter 5 verse 20 or 21 tells us that grace reigns through righteousness. How does grace reign through righteousness? Well, grace, that which can't be found or experienced without faith in the right object. Get this now. I hope you'll write these things down and look at them. Listen to this again. Grace is Jesus Christ, what he did at Calvary. He tasted death by the grace of God for all men, Hebrews 2 and 9, so that when we trust in Jesus at Calvary, that work of righteousness he carried out for us, Isaiah 32 and 17, the work of righteousness shall be peace. Well, he made our peace by the blood of his cross, Colossians 1.20. So grace is waiting to be applied to the heart. That's what we're reading it. 
heart be established with grace. Grace is waiting to establish the heart that believes unto righteousness. That's called faith. Faith, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 1, faith only comes through righteousness, that righteous work of Christ at Calvary. Doesn't come because you say something. Doesn't come because you go to an altar. Doesn't come any other way than hearing the Word of God in its righteous context. Faith comes. Grace meets faith. And our hearts are established in that righteousness with that grace. My Lord, that's good stuff. My Lord, that's biblical. It's sound. And you can't get away from it unless... You're trying to avoid denying yourself and taking up your cross to be able to be able to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. This is so good. We're going to stay here. It's Thursday today, and we're going to come back Monday. Well, no, I'm sorry. Next week, I'm off the whole week. I'm off the whole week next week. So the week after that, we're going to come back, and we're going to jump in right here. Because we've got to get grounded in this, my friends, and there's more and more people who the Lord is directing away from where there's dilution, even where sometimes it's about the cross, but other times there's men preaching there who are doing flaked out witchcraft voodoo stuff, and it's not pointing to, it's not pointing to the cross. So God is redirecting as he's done in my life. And, and over the last many years, he's uprooted and replanted, and he's doing that now all over the place. And so uh, more and more people are watching. They're beginning to be hungry for righteousness, thirsty for righteousness. And the Lord is uprooting and he's going to move many people over the next few days, weeks, months, and years if he tarries. But even over the next few weeks, watch, weeks, months, many people are going to be uprooted and moved because the Lord is gathering his people around the sacrifice. Gathering his people around the sacrifice. That's what he's doing right now. That remnant that's coming back. Who's on the Lord's side? Who's on the Lord's side? Who's willing to get away from all their whoever, whatever, and come back to the Lord? Not my side. The Lord's side. Where they're gathered around the sacrifice of Christ. It's all about the sacrifice of Christ. That's what he's doing now. Don't run here or run there in the name of revival. The revival that God offers is a choice that we have moment by moment based on what we're doing with Christ and his sacrificial work at Calvary. Revival is not here nor there. It's in your heart when your heart's believing in Jesus Christ and him crucified. Man, thanks for being with us today. I hope you've taken notes. This is just like a Bible college class. You could glean so much from sound doctrine. What makes it sound is that it's tied to that form of doctrine that made you sound when you first met the Lord Jesus Christ. So pray for us if the Lord stirs your heart to give to Him through this ministry, and that's between you and Him. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can simply text the word GIVE to the number 903 
231-5950. God bless you. I love you. Don't forget tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Central, cross time with Pastor Curtis. We'll move on into 1 Peter chapter 3. And the Lord will bless us and equip us and even cause His countenance to shine on us more than ever before. Praise the Lord. I love you. I'll see you then. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.